It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, thank you, listening friend, for tuning in. And uh, today, it's just the son part of that team. Oftentimes, Dad is uh, happy to fill in when I'm not available to come into the studio. But today, Dad is a little under the weather, and so I told him I would fill in completely for him, and uh, he was happy with that. So here we go. Uh, Glad to be with you. Uh, Hope that the Lord is uh, king in your life. You know, we have been praying for a Great Awakening-style revival to sweep across our land and around the world. The gospel is the answer that the world needs. So when this popped up on my computer screen this morning, I wanted to share it with you. Over 2,000 Mongolians make a decision for Christ during the historic Billy Graham Evangelistic Association outreach. So isn't that terrific to know that 2,000 people in Mongolia accepted Jesus as their Savior? So we thank the Lord for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. You know, we aired the Hour of Decision radio broadcast by Billy Graham since the very beginning of Bot Radio Network in 1962 60 years ago. They continue to uh, proclaim the gospel around the world, and it was Franklin Graham's two-night festival of hope held at the Step Arena in the capital city of Ulaanbaatar, and uh, that was just this last weekend, according to the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. So we thank the Lord for that, and I wanted you to hear, this isn't him actually in Mongolia, but this is Franklin Graham giving the simple gospel message. Hello, I'm Franklin Graham. The world is changing so quickly. Inflation, gas prices, food prices, the war in Europe, what used to be considered wrong is now celebrated as good, and what used to be good is now condemned as wrong. But I can tell you what doesn't change, God and His Word. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In God's Word, He tells us that He loves us. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, from heaven to this earth to take our sins by dying and shedding His blood on a cross. And on the third day, God raised him to life. If you're willing to repent, turn from your sins, and believe by faith on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. If you've never asked Jesus Christ to forgive you for your sins and come into your heart, you can do that right now. Just pray this prayer with me. Just say, God, I'm a sinner. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I believe Jesus is your son. I want to trust him as my Savior and follow him as my Lord. If you prayed that prayer, God bless you.
you grew up like I grew up, you can't help but sing along with that song. And it's true, everybody ought to know. And then it said, everybody ought to tell who Jesus is. So as we contemplate the most important issues of our day, of course, the proclamation of the gospel, God's word, is the most important issue of our day and and every day. Uh, So we want to emphasize that. James Lankford is a senator from the great state of Oklahoma. Wonderful, wonderful Christian man and a public servant. Before his service in Congress, James served students and families for more than 20 years in ministry, including 15 years as the director of student ministry for the Baptist Convention of Oklahoma and director of the Falls Creek Youth Camp, the largest youth camp in the United States with more than 51,000 individuals attending each summer. And you know what? Senator Langford also holds a master's degree in divinity from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, which he, which he was, uh, was conferred upon him in 1994. But James and his wife, Cindy, live in Oklahoma City. They've been married for more than 30 years and have two daughters, Hannah and Jordan. But the neat thing about uh, James Langford I want to share with you here in just a little bit is the message that he delivered on the floor of the United States Senate about the importance of a child. And uh, this is something that we really need to contemplate now that the Supreme Court has turned the abortion question back to the individual states. It's something that every Christian needs to grapple with and stand for the sanctity of life. Here is Senator Langford on the floor of the U.S. Senate. You buy a new GM car, Nissan, Honda, Kia, or Toyota, even a Hyundai you'll notice they've started installing a new feature in their cars. It's a reminder when you turn off the engine to check your back seat. Quite frankly, I rented a car not long ago and it started dinging and I kept trying to figure out what I had done and kept looking around until I saw the little monitor on the dashboard and it just said, check the back seat, which I thought was great because the makers of those cars all believe every child is precious and they shouldn't be harmed. We've all heard stories like this, but I distinctly remember last summer seeing in the news a story about an infant who died because they were left in a hot car. That's why these car makers are making this feature now. I remember as I saw the story on the news and just the reports and how angry people were in the community and they were angry at the store and they were upset on the news and they couldn't believe that a mom had left a child in the back seat of a car and they had slowly died in the heat because no one wants to see a child harm. Everyone believes that every child is precious. But I remember when I saw the story on the news last summer, I remember turning to my wife and saying, I I can't figure out our culture sometimes because that same mom and that same baby could have gone into an abortion clinic just a few months before and that child's life could have been ended and it wouldn't have made the news. In fact, no one would have flinched. In fact, that very same people that were furious at that mom for leaving her child in a hot car to die, would have argued for her right to destroy that exact same child, in fact, would have called it her reproductive right, or even the new euphemism out there, reproductive care. Same child, same mom, nothing was different but a few months in time. Reproductive care seems like such a nice little euphemism, but what it really means is paying someone in a clinic to reach into the womb with a surgical instrument, 
to pull the arms and legs off of a child in the womb so that they will bleed to death in the womb and then suction out the little boy or girl's body parts one at a time. That's what reproductive care means. And I don't understand why that's normal, but leaving a child in the back seat of a hot car is a tragedy. Maybe it's because as a nation, some people are afraid to answer the most obvious question. Is that a baby? That's the most obvious question. That face, that nose, those two eyes, that mouth, that chin, those fingers, is that a baby? That's really the only question. Is that a child? Maybe there's a second question that needs to be answered. Are all children valuable? Or are only some children valuable? We seem to have a great deal of debate today in our society, and we should, about facts. People say we can't seem to agree on the same set of facts and truth. You can't have your facts and my facts. We just only have facts. The media, big tech, activists have all decried of our losses of, of our ability as a nation to just accept clear facts in front of our face, the obvious truth. So let me ask a question again. Is that a baby? Yes or no? Because if we're all supposed to say, let's at least agree to the most basic of facts, how, how about that one? Is that a human child with a future and a purpose and a name? Are all children valuable or only some? Gold is valuable. Doesn't matter its size. I have gold in my wedding ring. Many people have gold in their wedding rings. If we found a small piece of gold on the floor, it would be valuable. It wouldn't matter its shape, wouldn't matter its size, small or large. We don't discriminate. Gold is valuable because everyone universally recognizes its worth. Every single senator in this room recognizes the worth and value of gold. It's around $1,800 an ounce right now to be able to get gold. We all seem, no matter how small or large, gold is valuable, but we can't seem to agree that all children are valuable. Literally, gold is more precious to some people in this room than children are. Children aren't valuable only sometimes, or only certain children. Children are valuable. It can't be just if a mom or dad wants a child, they're valuable, and if they don't want a child, they're not valuable, they're disposable. The mom or dad gets to choose who are precious and who's medical waste. There are political conversations in this room about the value of children, and every time it comes up, it gets noisy. People will say, well, you don't fund enough money for education or childcare or healthcare in communities, so you don't love children. I would say I voted for the exact same bill you did last year, for billions of dollars for assistance in childcare, billions of dollars for early childhood education, elementary and secondary education, higher education. I voted on those exact same thing multiple other people did in this room. I care about children outside the womb, but those questions really aren't the question. They're distractions to the question, and I get it. Because if I ask, is that a child, people respond, well, do you spend enough for childcare or healthcare? And I still say, wait, stop answering my first question. Is that a child? Maybe I should ask a more basic question. Does everyone in this room believe in the principle we should do unto others as we would want done unto us? What would you want done to you when you were in the womb? Listen, I don't address this issue lightly. This is a difficult issue for some people. I don't think an abortion is a flippant thing that anyone walks into an abortion. I don't meet anyone that had an abortion and is somehow gleeful about it. Quite frankly, I can't imagine that anyone who had an abortion would ever forget the sights and the sounds and the smells of an abortion knowing that a helpless child is dying at that moment. I grieve for moms and dads who will never, ever forget that they went into a clinic and paid someone to get rid of their child in the name of reproductive care. I can't imagine what their emotion is. 
But we as a society have to answer this question still for every child that is yet to come. President Biden wants to pass a federal law requiring abortion to be provided in every single state in America. He wants us to proactively require in statute that every state demands abortion in their state and that the federal taxpayers with hard-earned tax dollars should actually be required to pay for those abortions all over America. It wasn't long ago that Senator Biden was saying things like taxpayers shouldn't be required to pay for abortion. They shouldn't be required to pay for something that they find so morally objectionable. It wasn't that long ago Senator Biden was talking about abortion being safe, legal, and rare. But now as president, he's moving as fast as he can to promote abortion and demand taxpayers pay for it. I believe that children are human, and that we should honor every child's life. It should be baseline for us to be able to say if a child is actually delivered in a botched abortion and they've been fully delivered outside the womb, we should help that child get medical care. I don't understand why that's so hard. I don't understand why it's so hard to say some people are absolutely appalled by the taking of a child's life. Don't force them with their tax dollars to pay for it. I don't understand why that's controversial. I don't understand why it's controversial that when a child can feel pain in the womb, that we shouldn't dismember a child in the womb. I don't understand why that's controversial. I don't understand why it's controversial to some that if a healthcare provider who has sworn to protect life that that person shouldn't be compelled to take life in an abortion procedure by their employer. I don't understand why that's controversial, but for some reason, it is. Among our most basic rights in America, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, one of the most basic things that come out of our founding documents is these things are referred to as self-evident. Facts are facts, especially when those facts have a face. How can you look at that picture and say, that's not a human child. How can we not acknowledge the simple facts? Now, I do understand for some people this is very difficult because they fought for years for abortion and they don't want that to change because if it changed, they would have to admit there have been deaths of millions of children on their watch. That is not a simple thing to admit. But please do not tell me you're following the science because that child has 10 fingers and 10 toes and a beating heart and a functioning nervous system. That child has DNA that's different than the mom or the dad. That's not random tissue. That is a separate person, and science would confirm that. So please don't tell me you follow the science wherever it goes, because some facts are obvious, and the science is clear. And this all gets resolved when we answer one simple question. Is that a child or not? Because everything else goes from that. For those of you joining the March for Life, good for you. Keep going. Don't give up. Defend the facts that are self-evident. Speak out for those who can't speak for themselves because millions of future Americans are counting on it and they're watching for someone to admit the facts, the facts that have a face. I yield the floor. Amen. Thank you, Senator James Langford. And thank you for the, the good people of Oklahoma for sending him to the Senate. And uh, the clarity and the logic that he has is, is just undeniable. Now that the Supreme Court uh, has overturned Roe versus Wade in the Hobbs decision, this goes back to the states. And it's something that every Christian needs to be fully engaged on because you cannot ignore it. Is that a baby? And are all children valuable? Here's Phil Kagey.
Okay, thank you, Phil Kagi. And folks, I've got to speak up, won't you? Now is the time we need to speak up for the defense of innocent, unborn life, for the sanctity of human life. Anyway, we heard from Senator James Langford. Uh, I'm Rich Bott, and I'm filling in totally for my dad today. He's a little bit under the weather. But uh, we're coming up now to my favorite part of the program, when I get to give the listener comment line number, one 800 345 Give us a call and uh, let us know what your thoughts are. And since I'm filling in for my dad and the show's all mine today, if you would uh, say a nice word about me on the phone call, that would be extra nice because then I can share it with dad next week. 1-800-345-2621. Here's a nice lady who just moved from Texas to Tennessee. Bot Radio has changed my life for the better. I just moved here from Texas to Tennessee, and I am amazed. Every time I'm in my car, I'm listening to Bot Radio, and I'm so thankful for your station. Thank you, and God bless you. Well, thank you, dear lady, and I hope you enjoy Tennessee, and uh, Texas is a pretty nice place to live as well. Uh, here's a nice lady, and she appreciates the preaching of the living word. I enjoy Bot Radio Network. It has been an inspiration to me, the preaching of the living word that comes alive every day. It's encouraging, it's uplifting, and it's something that I enjoy. Keep up the good work. Keep working for the Lord. Amen. Uh, dear lady, we're going to, uh, our goal is to keep broadcasting until Jesus comes in the air. And so we'll be on the air until he comes in the air. That's our goal. Here's a man, I think he's listening in his car. It seems like you can almost hear his windshield wipers. Hello. I've randomly discovered my radio network one day just going around the radio, and I'm very pleased have found it. I just love it. I can't get enough of it. I just listen to it all the time. When I'm going to work, going back home, going to the gym, it's just amazing. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening. Uh, let's see. Mr. Producer, uh, this is Barbara, and she's one of our Nebraska listeners. My name is Barbara, and I'm calling from Grand Island, Nebraska. And I love everything about Bot Radio. I got rid of my TV. I mean, I got it taken out of my home. Now I just listen to Bot Radio. And I love the things I learn from your network. And I am praying for your network. Thank you. Oh, man. Thank you, Barbara. You know, our goal is to help people grow in the Lord and apply their faith in their daily lives through the, the preaching and teaching of God's Word with quality Bible teaching, Christian news and information. Uh, here's a, a Missouri listener. Hi, this is Kayla from Union, Missouri. I would like to thank you guys for Bot Radio Network. It has gotten me closer in my relationship with Jesus, and I follow along in my Bible. Amen. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for listening. It, it thrills my heart to know that you are listening and that you are following along in your Bible. You know, the Bible talks about the people of Berea are more noble because they search the scriptures daily to determine whether those things were so. And so as you're listening to Bot Radio Network and listening to the preaching and teaching of the Word of God, it's wonderful that you're following along in your Bible. Here's a lady that likes to listen to Bot Radio Network and leaves it on all night long, so she hears it first thing in the morning, too. 
I love this Bach radio station, and it is really helping me to grow spiritually very much. And I enjoy each and every program. As a matter of fact, I sleep with my radio on so that that's the first thing that I hear in the morning. Oh, thank you, dear lady. You know, that's a special treat for me to hear you say that because when Bot Radio Network began 60 years ago with a a little daytime station in Kansas City only, uh, we were only on during the daylight hours from sunup to sundown. And uh, our verse at that time was, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. And that's still a true verse, but now we get to proclaim his word and his name all throughout the day and night. So thank you for sharing that testimony with me. Well, uh, once again, the listener comment line is 1-800-345-2621. Give us a call, 1-800-345-2621. I'm sure Dad will be back with us next week. Thanks for listening.